0: What up world and welcome back to another enticing episode mm. of the Amara podcast. Dare we say optimistic? Dare we say not apocalyptic? <laughs>
1: not I think,
2: apocalyptic.
1: Yeah, it's not a vigil, which is great. Whatever of the opposite of a vigil is, I guess it's a hang, oh. it's a celebration. Well, I mean, no. I guess you can no. celebrate out of a vigil too. Yeah, vigils is so cel- especially if you're Irish.
2: So. Good point. Yeah, Irish wakes, baby. Mhm. Mhm.
1: Mm. Uh, yeah, I that don't know what the so opposite
2: fun. of a vigil is. I'm not a thesaurus.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 now I'm curious what this thesaurus says. Let's find out. <laughs>
0: <There it is>. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Today is Thursday, November 10th, 2022. Episode 180. And we have the original crew in the house this evening which I will start off introducing with John
2: Kelly in the most robotic way I can. <laughs> hey, Blake. Nice to see you on the screen. Hey, I'm doing hey. How's it going, man. Good, man. Good. Glad to be back. Um, pretty, pretty exciting last uh, 72 hours really covering all the stuff with the election and getting results in and stuff. So glad to talk about it with you guys tonight.
0: Yeah, I think this will be a fun episode. Uh, Yeah, not an apocalyptic is a good descriptor. Also out in the Denver metro area, John Anderson, how are you this evening, sir?
1: Uh, I'm good. I'm glad I looked this up. So uh, (laughs) Word Hippo has uh, the opposite of vigil, has uh, exhumation, uh, baptism, and christening. Oh, <laughs> nice! Nice. Yeah, and so a, there's some diversity there, which I think is pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, and B, I, uh, I'm down. Uh, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, I'm. I'm what is Indeed, ask and the internet shall provide. <laughs> Unfortunately, sometimes, but in this case, <laughs> we're pretty happy about it.
0: Which is how most people looked up the ballot measures this last week.
1: Yeah. Okay, so, including
0: myself, yep. Pedia for the fucking win. Let's go! Yeah, right, definitely on Hey, judges. There's some good guides out there, and um, also with us this evening, our West Coast correspondent Tyler Grillo. How are you this evening? Oh, good evening. Uh, yeah, I'm well. It's
3: uh Feeling like real winter. I feel like, you know, we're here. This is the first pod we've met where we started and it's already dark for me, at least. Uh, daylight but, savings time. Yeah, the daylight savings has happened. We should stop doing that. Uh my. Are we
2: stopping? Isn't no, this the one? Uh, no, because no. the Senate didn't pass the Senate it. It hasn't passed pass it, it Yeah. <laughs> it got the so, House passed it and the Senate like, or oh, no, was the opposite. Oh yeah, it was it was the, opposite the Senate, it was, yeah, the Senate the passed, passed it. it. And the House didn't pick it up. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is just like, can we? Can we just do something everyone agrees just on? Just do something. something. This is yeah. how we come together. We come I mean, together the, against daylight savings. Come uh, on. Yeah, this is this <laughs> yeah.
1: is that's like to me in the history books where we mark like the end of the American Republic. We're just like we we cannot fix daylight savings time and we're we're shutting it down.
0: I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure like every American hates daylight
1: savings. Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: Right? Exactly. Have I, you ever? I don't, like, I don't care. Everybody else is
2: problem with it. I really don't care. Really oh, don't care. I, I that fucking me that much.
1: hate it. Yeah, i sure. I hate it. Sure. Uh, especially <laughs> I hate it because of spring forward because spring forward fucks my world up for like a week yeah, every yeah. time. This
3: one's this one's the good one cuz at least you get an extra hour of sleep. But the the, the yeah, spring the forward is easy. Yeah, 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 dumb. F-
1: spring forward is the fucking absolute. <laughs> way. And it literally costs people lives. Like there, there is plenty of studies that show that judges give out harsher sentences after daylight savings time. Right, that people right, right. get in more accidents. That there are more heart attacks. Yeah, like right. it literally costs people their fucking lives, and we all hate it. And we, anyway, sorry, we're trying to be optimistic. Hi, everybody. What, what
2: <laughs> is that. Uh, In the future, it will probably come off the books, um, likely due to more elections, right? And a a shift in the tide.
0: Can we, is that, is that going to be our marker, whether or not we can change daylight savings?
1: Yes. That's, yeah. I think actually that and anything post post office related. Yes, that's exactly. exactly.
3: (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go ahead and 180 this. (laughs) So back to you, Blake, introduce yourself. (laughs)
0: Oh, Tyler! <laughs> thanks, man. You're so kind. Uh, and I'm your host, Blake Mannion, here in the Rocky Mountains, where it is lovely and chilly and
2: quiet, just the way I like it. <laughs> That's great. Did all did all your favorite ballot measures get passed, Blake? Uh, you know, I
0: honest that you're putting me on the spot. I have not looked to see exactly what all
1: passed yet Uh, (laughs) Uh, in Colorado. Busy week. Yeah. Uh, no to bingo. Yes. To mushrooms. Yes. To free lunch.
0: Yeah. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yes. To mushrooms is like, yeah. Free lunch was good too. That was a good
1: option. Uh, no, no to alcohol monopolies. Yeah yeah, 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 neither like, the alcohol did, ones passed. Did the delivery one pass? No, no, we, no I voted delivery. for. I was in favor of that I one. I did too. <laughs> I,
0: I'm like, yeah, whatever. Sell the alcohol. You know, it's fine. It's fine.
1: Yeah, that is the thing. yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Let's everybody
0: be honest is- here. If you want to drink and drive, you people go to a liquor store and crack a bottle or a can open all the time as soon as True. They get
1: back in the car. Yep. Well, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. I was like, let's make this a safer process for everybody. Yeah, like, so just
2: order it sitting on their couch. It's much easier and safer, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyways,
3: well, if you can't, well, that's good. If you can't tell everybody, we're talking about midterms, I guess.
1: Midterms. Yeah. Mid-ter- hey, this is the third election we've covered, y'all. Sure is. Oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah isn't that I crazy? Know. I was reflecting that was on that today.
0: Crazy. Yep. Yep. The third election.
3: Yeah, one could say the fourth because it really the pod started because of the 2016 election. Technically, we weren't covering, we weren't live at the time, but we were certainly talking about it. uh, (laughs) Pretty pretty, pretty soon,
1: right after that. Oh, oh, we were live. Yeah, we Uh, we got up the first pod before he was inaugurated. That's right. That's right.
0: We were live. We just weren't recording ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. True. The same thing was happening. It was just
3: uh, not recorded. Um. Well, but I think we can say that it was not as well one to say this is uh the thursday after the tuesday election and so there are still many things to be understood in fact we actually are you know a lot of miles to be counted we still do not know who uh, uh who's gonna have the majority in the Senate or the house but we have some idea um and it wasn't uh as bad for the democrats as uh, the
1: predictions some of the predictions were so that's good yeah. so i think like t- very top line because i've got some like as we would say crosstab stuff, which I think is really important. Um, but top line stuff, I think we can say, uh we were concerned about like a pretty substantial wipeout, and this was not that by any stretch of the red imagination. Yeah. We were worried about a red wave. It became like a red twinkle or red Tie-ish, maybe like that kind of thing. Whatever. Um, also, something very important to note, which is a little more like sci-y, But uh, this needs to be graded on a curve. Almost always, the party in presidential power gets wiped out in the midterms following the presidential election. Yeah, yeah. almost yep. always. Uh, the only role. if
2: you want to bet and make money the next midterm <laughs> four years from now, bet against whoever's the president.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It basically, the two things you need to look at are how's the economy doing and who's the president, and that should tell you a lot about how the election's going to go. And uh, with both of those things. Um, the Democrats pretty substantially overperformed. And so when you're like, what do you mean that like the Democrats are probably going to lose the House? They might even lose the Senate. What do you mean? This is good news for them. That's why people are saying it's good news, because in just a, a generic roll of the dice, you would have expected this to be pretty much a wipeout. And it wasn't at all. It was more of like a slight loss. Almost yeah. toss up. Yeah.
2: And a lot of and a lot of really surprising races for the democrats where it was closer, right? Then it probably had any reason to be. Um in a lot of house districts actually in some some deep red states too, which was pretty surprising.
1: Some big victories too like Josh Shapiro winning um substantially in Pennsylvania yeah. uh for governor um which yeah. was a big win. Um, there were, there were some a- surprising margins. Also, everybody in Colorado, uh, fuck off anybody calling Colorado a purple state at this point. It's not. It's blue, mm. uh, especially if you look at the state legislator make- makeup. It's like substantially blue.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Polis won by a substantial amount. Bennett was reelected to his third term a lot of uh, initiatives other statewide races went to democrats Robert um was close
2: for a couple days even though it looks like yeah, she's going to win looks, now there was looks like yeah it looks uh, like
1: she's ahead but it's going to be let's see here i can give you a live i'm looking at yeah it's 52 50.2 50.
2: versus 49.8 yeah it was yeah. 50-50 the last couple of days where it would be like yeah. the margin at times was less than 70 votes which was wild it's, up, see. it's yeah
1: Beaufort's up by a
3: thousand right now yeah, yeah. Which I think there's only like a couple thousand votes left, right? So that's a lot to make. I'm I mean,
2: so I assume yeah, she was going to stay I yeah. mean, yeah. that 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 yeah. congressional
1: uh, district is pretty pretty. Yeah, red. but the eighth uh, district got flipped, which was a big one. Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: I don't know, you guys. I'm just saying, in Bobert's district, you know, I don't know. She was losing, and now she's winning. I don't know. <laughs> sounds sounds protest. sketchy to so, me. sounds uh, yeah. suspect to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sounds like. I don't know how that happens. It's like almost like, they're yeah, like they were like continuing found to count a bunch votes, of votes, or, votes something. or something. Yeah, then they found some votes. I don't know. What
0: was a uh, somebody made a joke the other day? Democrats should go do their own January six. Everybody gets one. You know, <laughs>
2: everybody gets a
3: freebie. <laughs> 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 but yeah. So it, it could have been. It could have been real worse. And and um, I think some of the interesting trends we we saw. Um, I, there's so many things, but there's things like. Uh definitely the impact of Roe v. Wade and like abortion. Um, like the all basically I, my understanding is like everything where it was like trying to uh any of the things that were like enshrining abortion as a right passed and the things that were trying to uh uh make abortion illegal <laughs> in United the states uh
2: did not pass.
1: The way to say it would be pro-choice swept. Yeah, pro-choice um, swept. So even in
2: Kentucky, and, which I, I didn't think it would in Kentucky, to be honest. Given that I, think, like, but,
1: too, right? yeah, like, I think Montana, too, right? Yeah, I think Montana, as well. There is a conservative area. And uh, I don't know if anybody has been um, act- con- consuming any Fox News clips. Um, but uh, unmarried women went 37% for Democrats. And there are some Fox News personalities who are having... Time with that. <laughs> <I bet. laughs> Unmarried women went went to Democrats by a margin
2: oh, by of a margin of thirty seven points. Yeah, ah.
1: yeah. And so ah. uh, Jesse Waters literally said. Guys, put a ring on it on Fox News. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. They're, they're neck, having neck a
2: fucking beard On national it. television. It's hysterical. Yeah, it's uh, so
1: fun. It's, it's very that is fun. Oh my wow, God, so you mean
2: that. single women don't want white men to tell them what to do with their bodies. Weird. So strange. Jesse,
1: like, the whole clip of Jesse Waters was basically like, y'all need to get married so you vote right. It was like oh my goodness yeah, yeah it was it was a clip bad like they're having a tough time over there right now but i mean yeah.
2: it also it goes to show you i mean you know you still have i think almost outright bans in 13 states that just kicked in because of the Dobbs yeah. decision and i mean what this yeah. what this election shows is back to the norm of what the american people want which is the right to have an abortion and the the right for people to make that decision with their doctor right like that's that's like eight out of ten people almost in the country want that to be that so like
3: like it's it's like unbelievably popular i mean you know like right to abortion is like
1: especially relative to other difficult issues in the country yeah right and so yeah yeah and this is a um It's one of those issues like guns that um, galvanizes a lot of people, and people have very strong feelings about it. So like 85% of Americans think there should be background checks, but 15% believe incredibly strongly that there shouldn't be, and that's one of the reasons why we don't have good gun laws. And we're seeing something on the abortion side of it. Favoring the Democrats, which is, um, it's a huge galvanizing issue. So, yeah. Um, and I expect it to go further into 24. Um, oh, for this sure. This is not a thing going away. Yeah. This is going to be a, a focal point of the 24 campaign, would be my guess. For sure. Oh, I mean, the Democrats yeah. are going
3: to make sure of that too, now that they yeah. have that. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> it is a
1: winning electoral strategy. Yeah. This and, is, this yeah. should have been a wipeout. And I think Dobbs was the, probably the primary issue why it wasn't. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I yeah. would agree. It's definitely the most stimulating thing you know, there's obviously the infighting and the trump stuff on the republican side too that helped influence yeah. not as yeah. big of a red wave yeah. right but yeah yeah the Bush thing was huge and, and it'll be huge in state elections for a long
1: time in the mm, states that sure. have those
2: automatic trigger stuff it's gonna continue to be a big issue for a very long time until those get changed again yeah
1: something that made me feel very optimistic is i think another real galvanizing issue that Prevented this from being a red wave was people's concern about democracy. Mm -hmm. Uh, It looks like the Democrats are going to nearly sweep the most important election offices. Uh, For the key battleground states going into 24, that includes things like secretaries of state and governors and Mm -hmm. things like that, people who are going to control elections. Now, lots of election deniers won, uh, which is incredibly concerning, but less won than we thought they were going to. And so it it looks like it was like I'm feeling much better about the state of American democracy today than i was last week yeah. and i think the w- the way i feel about it is that like democracy is absolutely not going down without a fight people are here for it and it's only going to be um increasingly a fight in 24 and the other thing that's nice about 24 is that the demographics are going to favor um the democrats increasingly because you're going to have baby boomers age out of the dinner of the electorate shall we say and we're going to have <laughs> <laughs> that's a
2: nice way to say dying but yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly.
1: Thank you, for it. Thank you for translating that.
2: Uh, age out. I think that's great. We should make that a term.
1: Right, I'm, age, I'm aging t-shirt. out of this
2: life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, we're gonna have uh, two two more years of young people aging in, and yeah. they went seventy five percent Democrats. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I it, think it's going to look better uh, other than it's going to be counterbalanced by the fact that we're going to have some redistricting issues. We're going to have some election denier issues, but yeah. um, democracy is here for the fight and I'm here for that.
3: Another uh, a thing that I think interesting in terms of also like people kind of, I think like making decision, not just based on party lines, but also like really evaluating like uh, the quality of candidates and what they're saying for is is the Georgia um like Georgia governor easily went republican but sure the, yeah. but the walker um versus warnock um uh senate race is split which means... and they're going to have to have a runoff which means that some people are, Good chunk of people check that box for the Republican governor, but did not check that box for Walker um, yeah. and maybe even voted for Warnock. So that's I, I feel like that's also thing of people being like, huh, I'm actually I'm not just going to vote ours down the line. I'm actually going to consider the candidates.
1: Yeah. I think there's two ways to look at that. That which, yes, definitely like positive there. Um, the negative is. Uh, Herschel Walker should not be anywhere close to any elected yeah. office statewide, yeah. period, okay. at all. He's yeah. unfit. It doesn't he, matter unfit. what your ideology is. Yeah, no. He's just unfit. Like yeah. he's, he, he cognitively is not capable of being a fucking U.S. senator. Yeah. So the fact that he even is not a runoff is like a, a complete unmitigated idiocracy disaster for the country. Yeah. That being said, <laughs> um, yeah, it's great that— a he
2: ran a good football one time. <laughs> he ran a good football. Sure. Tommy um, Tuberville got fucking elected in
1: Alabama, man. Like, yeah, Jesus. no, I know. <laughs> I know. And this is, again, we're living in an idiocracy. It was a documentary, it turns out. Yeah, it, it we was, thought it, it was the same. Yeah. Um, but uh, I do think that, you know, it is, and especially in a um, time of such stringent partisanship, we should look for any any sign of life of bipartisanship. And so, you, you know, I think that that's, um, important that we point that out about Warnock versus Kemp, um, the governor's race. Um, and then, but you know, there's, there's counter examples to that too. Like if you look at the Ohio race, JD Vance is like one of the most despicable people oh, wow. I have encountered in public yeah. life. Yeah. And Tim Ryan is a really quality candidate. Yeah. And if you look at, um, the the race in Ohio it almost exactly matches the partisan makeup of Ohio, mm. and so like there was mm. not there was a partisan evaluation. There wasn't a personal or or candidate based evaluation uh, in that race. But right. that also tells us something specific to Ohio too. I think yeah. Ohio is particularly toxic right now. Right. Um, yeah, so... I, would
2: agree, I would agree with that. Ohio is a trouble
1: state. Burnham. Yeah, Battleground yeah. it's a battleground state, right? I mean, it's kind of like Florida or Colorado where I think we have to update our priors a little bit where like I don't think Florida or Ohio or, is is a battleground anymore. Iowa, <laughs> yeah. I think they're pretty col-
2: red. And they're going to be yeah. red for yeah, be the foreseeable the Florida yeah. seems
1: pretty Republican. Speaking yeah. of Florida.
2: DeSantis won head, yeah. He won yeah. big. And I yeah. think
1: that's really important. And that actually is one of the things that's making me more optimistic for American democracy.
0: Um, so on that note, this is what I was going to ask earlier. Oh, yeah. Using DeSantis as an example here, uh, I was reading about his campaign earlier and um they're saying that it was so successful because he didn't align himself with Trump and so i'm wondering if this will become like a new model for republicans or the gop in general and maybe this is like the leaf which they'll take to separate themselves from the trump party
1: so yes and no i think i think one thing i would like quibble with as an assumption there is that DeSantis is in a like policy terms fundamentally different than Trump. And I don't think he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact,
0: um, you could argue no, that- he, he's he's he just has like separated himself from Trump as well. Yeah.
1: So electorally, this could be a time like I think that if you would have asked me a week ago, I would have said that the nomination is Trump's if he announces. Um, today, seeing the the way that the combination of how Trump based candidates underperformed and how DeSantis overperformed, I now think it's essentially an even fight um, this far out. And there could be things that change. There could be fundamentals that change. But if no fundamentals change, I think it's essentially an even fight. I think that that is better for American democracy for a couple of reasons. Number one is... They um, will have to—a longer, harder-fought primary will expose more of what the Republican Party intends uh, for the country, and I think that it's important the country really understands that, and I don't think that they do in a lot of instances, especially like low-information swing voters who are going to decide the election. So I think it's really important that they have a a, a substantial debate, and if— Trump or DeSantis were uh, ascendant, there wouldn't be that debate. So I think that that's really important. Number two, it's possible that they're so even that they knock each other out. And we have a third candidate emerge. Um, Liz Cheney. (laughs) Well, so (laughs) it it could be, you know, it's kind of like Putin, where you're like, oh, maybe there's going to be a coup against Putin. Oh, but maybe it's going to come from the right, and we actually don't want that, right? And so it's possible that a third candidate emerges who's fucking worse than either one of them uh, with the state of the GOP. But I also will say, I think Liz Cheney had a phenomenal night last night. She actually now has a good argument to say Trump, generally speaking, is a losing argument for the Republican Party. We won one presidential election. Early, and we've lost every one of those elections afterwards by substantial am- uh, amounts when we should have won them and so the the republican brand has been destroyed by trump and we have to get away from him and so i think they she actually has an argument for that now as opposed to a week ago when she didn't and desantis can come with that argument as well
2: of oh, course so yeah 100
1: i'm really i think that this is one of those moments where if they're ever going to get off the fucking train, this is one. And there haven't been that many. There's been the Axis Hollywood tape. Sure. There's been impeachment January 6th. one, January 6th and now probably this.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see. And I mean, it's it was absolutely a behind the doors fight with Trump the entire campaign season for a lot of Republicans and for the and the, for the republican leadership he was asked, specifically asked not to campaign in certain states he was asked to campaign yeah. in other states and then asked not to later like during when the right. campaign seemed like it was turning because he was there. Right. Like right. the popularity they also asked him
1: not to announce
2: and not to multiple times asked him not to announce. I mean, so, you know, it's going to be a shit show on the Republican side for the next two years as they figure out who they're going to run. That's for sure. And I'm not going to be surprised if Trump announces within the week that he's going to run for president. And I won't he be surprised. Delayed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's you know, I, I know he he's delayed it, but I'm just saying I won't won't be surprised if it comes out very soon. And um, you know, and then we'll we'll see exactly where kind of the soul within the party lies cuz I think they do have some very you know, you're not sure if he's going to be the spark plug again or not for them and it's hard yeah. to tell yeah. you know the midterms are not the general election for the president right we don't know if he couldn't galvanize or really impress people in the next two years we just don't know but he's certainly going to be there and he's going to have a heavy influence on how the republicans react in the next two years right and, and yeah, he's,
1: yeah. he's not going away but i think he's severely wounded after oh he definitely
2: doesn't look as good that's for damn sure yeah, yeah i agree
0: yeah, and it's yeah, and it's and neither did Lord Voldemort, but he did plenty of damage.
3: Oh, <laughs> whoa. Whoa. coming in with, uh, with coming the deal should not be named. Uh, uh, no, we call him, Voldemort, so you gotta, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> right, that's right. That's right. We, we, we call him, um, but you know, like obviously, like, we're just like, here's our analysis. Blah, blah, blah. Now, the Republican leadership obviously has a much deeper analysis, uh, and so it'll be interesting to see the calls that they make, you know, like you know, everybody can make, you know, there's a certain level of having their own actions, but like, you know, people like Mitch McConnell have got to be looking at this and going like, Ooh, okay. Um, right. And like reevaluating strategy for 2024. Uh, and what, how that's going to pan out is going to be really interesting to see. Right. Like they were like, they obviously pushed the abortion thing. That didn't work great right out for them. They pushed it, and then they ran away from it. And then they ran away from it. And so it's like, ooh, like, what are they going to do? And then like, I don't really know how much, you know, obviously the courts are supposed to be impartial, but, like, we know, especially in the age of Clarence Thomas, that they are not. So it, it's going to be, you know, like... Are they going to be like, be quiet, you know, like, don't do anything, you know, like, it's going to just be very...
1: No, so this is another thing why I think I'm, I'm pretty optimistic about the outcome. Like we talked about last podcast, and we I want to reiterate this, we don't want to get too cute about this, but I wonder if... The Republicans winning the House is actually better for the chessboard for 2024 because it's going to further, like I was talking about with the primary, it's going to further expose their insanity. Yeah. I think they're maybe. an and <laughs> in
2: their insanity combined. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a lot yeah. easier to throw stones when you don't have any like capability to affect policy. And now they're going to have the House and they're going to sit there and do nothing with it besides frivolous investigations and no policy. So
1: and i think that the the margin is going to matter as far as the defunct dysfunction goes i think if they had 40 seat majority, you wouldn't have as much dysfunction. They'd be, be able to kind of solve their differences among themselves. If they have a one seat majority, I think it is going to be a fucking knife fight in that caucus.
3: Yeah, because you, yep. you in the House, you have so much diversity in terms of. And McCarthy
1: of, is yeah. already incredibly weak. Matt Getz is already making calls against his leadership. He's been vulnerable for years in his yep. leadership. You're going to have that,
2: Marjorie Taylor Greene yelling at her own party on the floor,
1: oh, depending yeah, on the policy. Yeah. Like, totally. Because they have no control over the caucus. I, it's going to be amazing. I'm, it, there's a part of me that's just like, ah, oh,
3: yes, welcome to the infighting Republicans. Like, my whole yes. life, <laughs> my whole life, it's been just, like, circling the wagons, and I use that term, which, you know, is a term that comes from, like, colonizer, you know, and pioneers, like, going around. So I use that term intentionally. They just circle the wagons around their people, and they're not doing that anymore. And I'm like, oh, welcome to the infighting. Like, finally you've made it. Like, that's what the Dems do.
1: And, well, not as much in our, like, that wasn't how we grew up, but, like, Nancy Pelosi is one of the best... Speakers in terms of keeping her caucus together, like literally in American history. And so, and under the Obama coalition and, and now Obama Biden coalition, we actually have a pretty, especially considering the demographic diversity of the Demo- Democratic Party. Um, I think we are, I, I think that that narrative comes from us growing up. And I think that that narrative mm. hasn't existed since probably 2008. Um, And, and, you know, like the Republicans now they have some advantages as far as like they are all white, which is a big advantage for republic for the Republican Party. Um, And they very much circled the wagons around Trump in like cultish ways. So there's definitely that. But I think the like Democrats, all they do is a circling circular firing squad. Especially considering the demographics is <laughs> yeah. an overblown narrative, I would just
2: say. Yeah, yeah no, you're, you're right. And I think that probably, I mean, depending what happens in the next 20, 30 years in American democracy and during this experiment, it's very possible to look back on Pelosi's time as speaker and say she was she presided over the most diverse and wide ranging group of polity that anybody ever did or maybe ever will. Because once the Republican right. Party collapses and it's not viable to just have a small fringe, just white party, it's right. it's not going to be just white, white Christians and everybody else anymore. Yeah. But at least that's the hope going forward. Right. Because that's right. what would make democracy a lot more democratic in this country if we had parties that actually represented <laughs> the vast majority of people that they serve. So
3: maybe maybe Liz Cheney saw where the puck was going to go, you know, it was like, oh. This is, you know, I think
1: I totally I I think she was she is um, she's played for all. She's shooting the moon, actually, I think is is a really good metaphor for it. Um, No table talk. It's uh, it's it's all or nothing for her. Oh, definitely. Um, Yeah. Which I I I admire. um, I will say I think it's I think it's very brave of what she's doing. And I think it's also just kind of to be serious, I think it's physically brave. She was unable to campaign fully effectively in physical presence because of her safety. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think what she did like, regardless of the fact that I think that her views on policy is pretty abhorrent, I admire her uh, bravery and I think she got the most important issue right.
2: Well, you came for midterms and you stayed for praising Liz Cheney. John Anderson's John Anderson's on the Liz Cheney 2024 bandwagon. Just want to put that out now. Uh, I, I'll say you you praise her quite a bit yeah, out I here. S- but, I
1: should say I um, praise her. I also am on the Liz Cheney 2024 <laughs> train. I, I knew say, it. J- yeah, just just for the primary though. Just for the primary. I think that would be if she won. If she won the Republican primary, how happy would we all be? Yeah, that'd, right? be great. Like, that'd be great. That would be fucking one of the best outcomes I could possibly imagine for a, American a, democracy. A sane person running. Yeah,
3: that'd be amazing. That's a great.
1: pro-democracy yeah, person absolutely. getting the nomination. Like, explicitly pro, like running on a pro-democracy platform. I think that would be... Um, yeah. Phenomenal for yeah. the country, and then we can have the argument out about how terrible all her views are. Yeah, right? Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. No, I
3: know yeah. I'm too early here, friends. But here's the midterms. You know what the next do election
1: don't is? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Literally, everybody's asking it. me this shit. I'm like <laughs> stop it. I don't even know. I don't. Joe Biden's the incumbent. I don't know. Who cares? Uh,
3: uh, that's now. That is the question. Who will be the Democratic? Man?
1: Jared Polis. Yeah. Jared Polis. Him. Jared Polis is Rob DeSantis for the Democrats. He uh, (laughs) had right of center... Um, COVID policies. He's in he's got great business credentials, uh, both in terms of his personal life. He started many successful businesses. Also, Colorado has a great business record. He's also gay, yeah, and was the first, uh, the first first term gay person elected to um federal Congress, I think, or at least the house. And so, uh, he could win a primary that way. He is governor governor of a quote-unquote purple state, although it's not purple anymore, but people still perceive it as purple. And he's a Western governor. He won by a substantial margin. Um, So that's my answer to anybody who is asking about the horse race.
3: Great. I don't know if he's quite ready to run yet. I feel like he's going to probably hang out uh, for a little bit. Two-term
1: governor and a multi-term congressperson? It's
3: true. It's true. It's true. It's true. I mean, I think it's always one of those things where, like, you never know what the field's gonna look like until, exactly so why yeah. are we talking about it because <laughs> this is entertainment John this is not news this is entertainment <laughs> Okay, <laughs> fair enough yeah. we are doing Tucker Carlson on the left let's go <laughs> um, well yeah again you know uh, folks keep you know seeing as things roll in there's still gonna be some news we do not know uh, what it's gonna be Senate could very well split 50-50 which you know with the with uh, Kamala uh, having the a uh, tie-breaking vote is still is blue. Um,
1: Do you remember the West Wing? They have like of uh, like a, a, a long arc of the election, and then it was literally like the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you remember so that? Good? <laughs> it's like it's gonna be like <laughs> yeah, that. That's <clears throat> almost that the the I think the most likely outcome <laughs> right now in bad. the Senate is the exact same
3: right yeah no it looks 50, like it's gonna, it yeah. looks like it's gonna be that way yep. right yeah betterment yeah. well we would not even talk about uh <laughs> beating dr oz but get into that like that's great also in I'd pennsylvania which is important um for for 2024 um but yeah, so we love that. It's going to be yeah. interesting. And the,
1: and the governor won, like I said earlier, Josh Shapiro, and and that is incredibly important for Pennsylvania's election. And also the the guy that they ran against, Josh Shapiro, was like a Confederate. He was like
2: a uh, yeah. crazy person. Yeah, right? he was right, out right, there right. for sure.
1: Um. So yeah, yeah, uh, let's fucking go. Um. Now, and if the Senate flips, I'm going to be less happy about all of this. Oh, of like, course,
2: yeah. 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 Herschel so, Walker could still win that runoff in Georgia.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. It does hinge on Warnock winning. So but I don't know. I think because one of the major concerns about Warnock and Walker was that libertarian candidate. Um, Correct, That third-party yeah. candidate. So. But got
2: like close to 1% down there, something like that. I or think maybe, a little over. A little over, I yeah. Say.
1: Yeah. So, And where where do those um, voters go in the runoff? I, I don't know. I think the concern was they were going to pull away from Warnock. So I th- I th- I think that we should have a better chess board going into the the runoff um so and there should be a lot of energy on the left around it, I would imagine like there was last time
2: I've gotten yeah. fifteen emails oh
1: yeah for <laughs> sure yeah uh but I probably will also be donating to that campaign because it'll be real important. Yeah, uh, but yeah, and right now the the Republicans have flipped nine House seats, and they're projected um, to win, according to the Washington Post. I think literally like two nineteen and two seventeen is the majority. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Which is so. which is nowhere near what they thought was going to happen three months ago, no, or what I thought a, was going to no. happen three months.
1: Same. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I think if if I was writing Veep. I would make the outcome of 50-50 Senate and the Republicans have 219 seats. Like, that's literally how I would write the comedy of it. I, and we might have that outcome. Again, proving that we live in simultaneously the most hilarious and horrific timeline.
2: Man, wow. I feel like that's a lot of human history. <laughs> Terrifying and hilarious at the same time.
1: Yeah, it's just like, I can't believe this is real. If it wasn't real, it would be so funny. But it is real, so it's like not that. So it's not at all. It's actually terrifying.
0: You know what else is terrifying as a side note? Have you guys read like the full detailed report of Pelosi's husband's attack Yes, we have not uh, mentioned uh, this on the yeah, pod the yet. Report, we haven't got this on but- the pod yet. So yeah. I I, yeah, I, wasn't sure if we had. I wanted to bring it up because we did mention Pelosi earlier in her um, yeah. her uh, security. There was an attack on her husband in her home. She was not there uh, weeks ago now. Uh, but the the gentleman's been indicted uh, by, I think, a grand jury. And anyways, it's a pretty... Crazy story because they, I think they released the the video footage and 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 there's a narrative you can read and dude, it's some crazy shit.
1: I mean, we should view it as an assassination attempt. It was 100 meant
0: to be. It wasn't it. So the uh, yeah, the police got there, I believe, and then the dude, they're like, hey, drop the hammer, and he's like, nope, and then he swung and hit Nancy Pelosi's husband right in the head with it that's when he i think that's when the big hit happened on his head and then they were able to you know get the guy in cuffs detain him and uh and then give him medical care immediately otherwise he probably would have bled to death yeah yeah yep
3: scary stuff and yep scary for you know that's a thing to be seen you know i mean they're going to win the you know probably propose to win the house so there's something there but it's like it's just that same thing like, oh, it must be rigged cuz we didn't win everything which is just yeah, The cognitive dissonance is incredible. Um,
2: but yeah, I mean, that's maybe a sentence of political violence. I mean, it was already on the right, a yeah. lot of speakers on the right making fun of it.
1: They joked about
2: it, for, yeah. yeah, bringing up random conspiracy theories, right? Like, that was their reaction to it. Not that I mean, there were some Republicans that came out obviously and said that you know it's horrible and there should be no political violence of any kind in the country, but yeah. you know, there was even one person saying that it's okay to have that happen on either side is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And there was too many voices joking about it on that side to that. And it's pretty, pretty concerning, right? That's the future of this country. um, Yes. We don't reel it in political violence.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I think there's, there is, even if they started to reel it in right now, aggressively, it still would continue to escalate for a little while. Like that, Contagion is now in our bloodstream and it's going to take a really long time to get it out even if we're all working really hard at it and so um, like I think one of my hot takes for this year was we were going to see a high profile political assassination um, oh yeah you did call that
2: yep, it yeah it was almost there um,
1: yeah and we're, we've gotten incredibly lucky knock on wood uh, all around me Winston is fine
3: um, <laughs> He's not talking to Winston Churchill, although or is he? Or is he
1: incarnate? Uh, <laughs> um, so you know, I I think that we will, and and there will also be um, low level political. Violence. There, we saw people with guns watching over polling stations. Yeah. Yeah. We've seen um, increase in hate crimes across the board. Like these things are political, yeah. and so they're you know they're our political leaders are putting targets on certain people's backs right now, and it's. Um, it's bad and it's getting worse and it's going to continue to get worse and it's really um terrible because we don't need to be that dysfunctional of a country. Yeah. So, But hey uh, everybody. Fuck those people. Fuck
3: those people and let's take the win uh re- the relative win as we were saying this time around and maybe it has it maybe it means something you know that um uh uh, maybe it possibly means that uh, there's people who are less down with that, right? Like all of the things, you know, on, on, on the right, you know, Republicans who are not going to stand for, yeah, hopefully, you know, people like um, Herschel Walker and are not as radical. Um, hopefully this speaks, speaks well for the less uh, far right radical contingent of the Republican Party, but time is going to tell.
1: And also importantly to note, like we talk about, oh, the country's so split. And yeah, it's not actually it's split among politically active people. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a full third of this country that (laughs) generally agrees with many of the views of the democratic party and finds a lot of the views of the republican party abhorrent guns abortion being chief among them and those people are not necessarily active so when we talk about this country being split it's not yeah Uh, there's a there's a fairly clear majority on a lot of issues here and so Mm -hmm. it's more about do we have The wherewithal as a society to come together and make some difficult choices and then follow through on our values. That's right. Uh, Actually, like, take action to bolster those values, to reinforce those values, to actually see those values, like, in in the world and so that is th- that is the question about american politics i don't think it's necessarily an ide- ideological question it's a collective action problem
2: 100 percent always is and, with democracies right yes
1: 100 yeah. and <laughs> you know so, it's an
2: experiment and it's every generation chooses and it's yep. in our laps now
1: Yep, yep. 100%. And so, and it, we a lot of times try and eat the whole elephant in one bite when we're talking about that. People are like, oh, I want to go. Fix democracy, and it's like no, you're not going to stop yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. I think about uh, one of, and we've mentioned this on the podcast before. One of our friends, Angela Bacus, was like, "I want to do something," and she did. And you know what she did is there was like some KKK plaques around fucking uh, Arvada, I want to say, and she emailed her city council person a couple times, and they like dealt with it. And right. that is. Really important. It tells the way we celebrate our history tells us about who we are now.
3: Yes, that's right.
1: And being able to make that small improvement in the world actually makes all the difference. And so listeners like don't feel like you gotta drink from the fire hose. Go out and make a small contribution to your society. And if you do that, we're gonna live in a much better society. And just also Make sure you vote. Godspeed, everybody.
0: Unless you like pain and you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yo, this is... <laughs> what, <laughs>
3: what was so that? Clean. Oh, what was that? It
2: was so clean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Unless you like pain and you go ahead and drink from that firehouse. Go for it. <laughs> 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 okay, go you
3: did that correctly, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh that was great. That was great. I love that. That's awesome.